At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Happy Monday, listeners. It's time for a line of trending news, noted interviews, rising artists, and much more as you're tuned in to today's edition of Talking with T. This is Tanisha Baker bringing you the show that will keep you in the know. We keep it real and true as we do what we do. It's August 15th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with actor Ben Affleck, historic emperor of France, Napoleon Bonaparte, actor Anthony Anderson, chef Julia Child, actor Rondell Sheridan, and congresswoman Maxine Waters. Today in history, freed American slaves established Liberia in 1824. Also on this date in 1620, the Mayflower set sail from England with 102 pilgrims. In 1988 on this date, the musical Ain't Misbehavin' opens at the Ambassador Theater in New York City for 176 performances. On the national calendar, the week of August 15th through August 21st is National Aviation Week. Today is National Relaxation Day and National Lemon Meringue Pie Day. The theme for this month on Talking with Tea is Activism in August, where you're encouraged to get engaged and involved. Don't sit by and watch things happen. Make them happen with your actions and your voice. As most students have now started a new school year, I promise to share some tips for school. This week, I want to emphasize the three A's, attitude, attendance, and academics. All three collectively are necessary for your child to have a successful school year. Before you can accomplish anything, you have to show up. So make sure your student is present and on time each day for school. Attitude and good behavior are also critical to maximize success as a positive attitude and respectful behavior are key components to achievement. Finally, your child is in school to learn. Learning is gained through listening, studying, and engaging in the lessons. Make sure you set high expectations for the three A's as your child is ready to gain the most out of the 2016-17 academic school year. Let's turn our attention to a few happy highlights. First, I'd like to share that Mayor Richard Berry of Albuquerque was sparked with an idea to help the homeless when he saw a man on the street last year with a sign that read, Want a job. Anything helps. The idea was that instead of having so many looking for work, the city would bring work to them. The Washington Post reports that in less than a year since the program started, it has given out 932 jobs, clearing out litter and weeds from city blocks. More than 100 people have been connected to permanent employment. Dozens of cities around the country have reached out to Mayor Barry, wanting to copy the program. The program is helping hundreds of people, and additionally, the city is more beautiful than ever. The work program is said to give the homeless dignity and hope. I also have to share that Olympian Simone Manuel made history 
as the first African-American swimmer to win an individual event in Olympic swimming as she managed to break an Olympic record in the women's 100-meter freestyle. Keep it where it said I'll be right back after we hear Rhythm of My Life by Icon Bo. Let's go. I'm going to bring know-it-all Professor Jay and our investigator P.I. Pam on early as we cover our Monday Minute Quick Bits, Trending News, and the Crazy Chronicles. I couldn't quite figure out which story went where, so we're going to bring it all to you together straight with no chaser. So I want to first start off by saying hello to the both of you. What's going on? Hey, T. Hey, y'all. Well, I want to thank you, too, for continuing to talk with T. So we have quite a bit to share today, and we're going to keep it simple and sweet, but I'm going to start off with a story from our neck of the woods where a $5.5 million hot lotto ticket was sold to a lucky winner in Knoxville, Tennessee, 
right in the heart of East Knoxville on Magnolia Avenue. Oh, Magnolia, wait a minute. Let me call my cousin so, you know, see if they can find out who won, see if they know them, and if I can get a cut, because, you know, I'm just saying. That got to be our cousin. Our pastor said today that he hopes, he said, I know you sitting in this congregation. I just know you are, so don't forget your tithes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to move on to uh, the serving story, actually. Three children were injured when they fell from a Ferris wheel at the Greene County Fair last Monday night. And this is kind of scary because it comes on the heels of two other incidents that involved kids falling off water slides. And on one of the slides, I know, unfortunately, that child was fatally injured. And the other one, you could see them going off the slide into the trees. And I know kids like the thrill of roller coasters and amusement park rides and slides and such. But these incidents are making parents think twice about embracing this type of entertainment. And it makes me pause, you know, when I look at them. They look fun, and you hear people squealing with excitement. But just knowing that more and more of these accidents are happening makes me question the safety. And it's just not worth your child being seriously injured or even killed for a quick thrill. And is it just me, or does it seem like these incidents of these amusement park rides have been you know, really making the news lately. And, I, and I, I'm and i thinking back to my own childhood. You didn't hear very many incidents of people getting injured on amusement park rides. And now it's just like every other week something has happened. Right. That's it's, what I'm saying. It's, it's, you know. It's becoming a trend. Look at all those ones in Gatlinburg. That roller coaster, um, that big one in Dollywood, it never really got a chance to run because something was always wrong with it. And people were falling off them other little ones up there. It seems to be a trend now. I don't know what's going on. Me and mine well, won't maybe, be getting on anything that leaves the ground. Nothing. Well, maybe they're building them too quickly, you know, and trying to, of course, like other industries, make a quick dollar in lieu of being cautious and safe and thinking about its patrons. But, indeed, it is trending in the news more than ever before. So we have to be cautious of those. Now, Democratic leaders here in Knoxville and, I guess, in some surrounding areas are looking to replace Representative Joe Armstrong after his conviction this past Monday, which disqualifies him for seeking re-election. There are three people who have expressed interest in replacing Armstrong's seat, including his wife. Yes, I just read that today where his wife is wanting his seat, but okay. I, I, I won't say anything. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> his wife wants his seat? Okay. Now, while I'm kind of out of the loop on Knoxville politics, I'll probably catch up on them at the next family gathering, but it just seems a little, little shaky, a little shady that, you know, you got Mrs. Armstrong wanting to take her husband's seat as if to keep it warm until he gets out of jail. I, I'm just saying. Oh, oh, let me move on. The son of Former D.C. Mayor Barry, he died at the age of 36, kind of young, from a drug overdose. And you don't, I was, you, you do not say, are you, are you sure? What? That he died? Or that, <laughs> that it was from a drug was, overdose? That it was from a drug overdose. No, that, what? I can't believe that. Go ahead. Oh. I was a little slow. I catch it. Yes, right. Shady Pam. She might have a new name. Uh, as we bring the show next week, but T.I. Pam, I, I catch it. I was a little slow, but here we go. I was awed at this story this past Thursday 
about three people that were arrested with more than 30 pounds of marijuana in Wichita Falls, Texas. Now, I was, like I said, it was like, wow, at first, until I came across another story also on Thursday about a Florida trucker in Chesterfield County, Virginia. He was carrying, hold on to your seats, 131 pounds of marijuana in his tractor trailer. And I was thinking, is this an industry now? Like, I'm confused already with which states it's legal in and, and which ones aren't. But that's another thing trending in the news is these large amounts of marijuana being found on people is, I guess, they attempt to transport it or turn it into some type of viable business. Well, after that letter that was under discussion last <laughs> week, I'm going to keep my mouth closed. <laughs> that's right, listeners. And if you don't know what we're talking about, I encourage you to go back and check the August 8th show of Talking With T. And you can find a little bit more about some studies and research that are going on, in fact, to possibly make marijuana legal right here in Tennessee. So, And speaking of studies, there is a study that they are conducting in Colorado, and they are looking for bona fide smokers. And have another seat when I tell you how much they're willing to pay participants. Almost $30,000 a month. Wait a minute. A month. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, how high do you have to get? You're going to be trying out different kind of marijuana so they can uh, put it on the market. That's amazing. You're going to have to bring us some updates from that next week. I'm going to move yes. on to a story yesterday morning doing church service in Bowling Green, Kentucky, when a 21-year-old Ethan Buckley stabbed his father doing worship service. I don't know what happened. I have to dig a little deeper, but uh, I just saw that report. And I don't know what makes someone get so heated as far as committing that type of violence against, you know, anyone, let alone your father, in the midst of church. But I know there was nothing holy about that. And then there were two Ohio parents who've been charged with endangerment after police found their son alone trying to sell his teddy bear for food on Sunday. And I said, this is a shame and it's sad. Everybody doesn't need children. No, that's 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 much. Yeah, that's much. yeah. All right. Well, also Saturday, I thought we were gonna get away from that this week, but we're not. There was another officer that was fatally shot in Eastman, Georgia, after responding to reports of a suspicious person. When the officer approached the suspect, he was shot. The suspect fled the scene, and as last reported, is still on the loose. So I'm really tired of this back and forth between citizens and police officers because it's not going to get better until at least one side makes a monumental movement to make some changes. So, um, it's the same going back and forth, back and forth. One week it's an officer shooting a citizen. Next week it's a citizen shooting an officer. It's like tit for tat, and it's not making anything any better. I agree. So really kind of transitioning to some stories that are trending in the news, I want to start with Chad Copley out of Raleigh last Sunday. He called 911 saying he was going to confront some, quote, hoodlums outside his home. He actually also said he was locked and loaded, okay, to watch and that he was going to secure his neighborhood. Copley said that it was 1 in the morning and that the hoodlums were racing up and down the street. He also said that they had some devil in them, and he ended that call with the dispatcher by saying, if I was you, 
I would send the police out here as quickly as possible. Shortly after that call, he called back again, saying that he had yelled at them to leave the premises. And he goes on to say that he fired a warning shot, and then he says, quote, uh, we got somebody that got hit. When the police arrived, they found 20-year-old Corin Rodney Bernard Thomas, ooh, a lot of names, dying of a gunshot wound. He later was pronounced dead at the hospital. All the details are currently unknown, but police say that Copley fired at Thomas from inside his garage. Copley's been charged with first-degree murder, and if he's convicted, he could face the death penalty. Now, listen to this. He was with David Walker, and David Walker is actually able to account some of the events of that evening. He said that he and Thomas were trying to crash a party, had about 50 people in attendance. Some of the people were inside and others had spilled outside into the yard, and they went to the party, knocked on the door, and as they were waiting for permission to go in, somebody told them that they didn't have any girls inside, so they figured if it wasn't any girls, they may as well go home. So as they were leaving, they saw some bright lights, and they took off running because they had marijuana on. Again, this is not the death penalty, but once they thought they were in the clear, they stopped running, and that's when a shot went off. They didn't know where the shot came from, but shortly after that, Thomas was shot, and unfortunately, we learned that he was actually killed. Another mother has lost her son, and this time it's due to a, quote, neighborhood watch. And some are saying this case may actually be as bad, if not worse, than the Trayvon Martin case. I I don't know what to say uh, other than, you know, you've got these people who, quote unquote claim that they're protecting their community and okay granted i'm pretty sure that somebody racing up and down my street at one o'clock in the morning would get on my nerves too but am i gonna go out and just shoot them at random a warning shot knowing that bullets have no name and even though i may shoot a warning shot into the air that bullet may find itself uh as a target uh as on uh, in somebody else Nah, so, yeah. Uh, and the thing is, when I first read the story and he said that somebody was racing, I thought he meant like drag racing. He meant literally two people were running down the street. So when he called the police, he pretty much should have said maybe it's 1 o'clock in the morning, there's a party going on, some people are disturbing me, let the police come and handle it, which they've been known to do. But to say that he's protecting his neighborhood from some, quote, hoodlums, of which he knew nothing about, and then end up shooting one because, obviously, he doesn't have a good aim. And, obviously, he really doesn't have good sense, so he probably shouldn't be allowed to have a firearm anyway. But his warning shot actually landed in one of the young men, and, unfortunately, he's lost his life due to this, quote, neighborhood watch. So now not only do we have... The citizens versus the police going back and forth. We have citizens who think they are the police, and this is all getting real muddy and confusing. Yes, Very right. much so. Yeah. So so right in line with that, in Milwaukee this past Saturday afternoon, two police officers stopped two people, and that proceeded to a foot chase. Now, the foot chase ended when an officer shot Civil Smith after ordering him to put down his handgun. According to the police, the handgun Smith was carrying had been stolen during a burglary this past March. 
This incident has added fire to an already burning set of racial problems in Milwaukee, which has been quoted to be one of the worst places to live for African Americans. This shooting of an actually armed black man by police still started protests that started off a chain of events that escalated into a night of violence where six businesses were burned, protesters threw rocks at the police, leaving four officers injured, and seven police vehicles were damaged. Now, 17 people were ultimately arrested, and Mayor Tom Barrett said Saturday night was unlike anything he'd ever seen. Later, I saw a report that people took to the streets again on Sunday, but this time it was to clean up some of the destruction. Wow, Milwaukee has been in the news a lot lately. Right. It's it's just been crazy, seems like, up there uh, in Milwaukee. And I've got a couple of friends who uh, live there and who are from there, so a lot of them are just kind of amazed at how things have taken a turn for the absolute worst here lately. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens with that case. And I don't want to end our time today without talking a little bit about the Olympics and why people are still talking about Gabby Douglas's hair. Now, not only that, people have accused her of bleaching her skin, having breast enhancement, and not being patriotic. And she did not put her hand over her heart during the anthem nor did she join the crowd for a standing ovation for two teammates during a medal ceremony. Her mother, Natalie Hawkins, says that she's been bullied, and these bullies are ruining Gabby's experience with the Olympics, despite another gold medal performance in Rio. Now, let's recap that Douglas became the first African-American gymnast to win the Olympic all-around title. Her mother says that respecting your country or flag does not boil down to whether you put your hand over your heart or not. She says it's your actions towards your country and how well you abide by its laws and how well you help your fellow citizens. So yet and still, the hashtag Krabby Gabby is trending on social media with accusations that Douglas was jealous of the two teammates that moved forward to the finals. And I wouldn't think that it's a matter of jealousy. I think that, again, uh, the people just won't let Gabby be great. You know, you're hmm. talking about her edges, and she's killing, <laughs> she's killing things in the gymnastics game. I mean, what you want her to do, you want her to have a nice, crispy perm every, every, every time she, you know, goes over the little pummel, whatever you call it, thingy. I mean, over the thingy, like the yes. The thingy, because <laughs> I'm not a gymnastics expert. Don't judge me. Right. So, I mean, I would think <laughs> that, you know, you going to let her have her hair the way that she wants to have it or the way that it ends up being, because I'm pretty sure she's sweating as she's doing these different maneuvers in the different events and whatnot. So I'm pretty sure she's sweating. She's going to get it silky straight at a later point. But right now, y'all going to let her be great on these different uh, apparatuses and whatnot. That's I believe true. I have to agree. And I'm pretty sure the people that are doing all the bashing of Gabby's edges and how her hair looks and all that, I guarantee that her hair looks like that under that Brazilian or that uh, <laughs> short that they have sewn in. So let's right, keep, let's right. keep it 100. They might be team no edges. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I want to share about 
this guy, I think we may have found the luckiest man alive, Mohammed Bashir Abdul Qadar. Who? Scrambled out of a plane. Huh? What, uh, give me that name one more time. Y'all know I was struggling. Let me try it again. Mohammed Bashir Abdul Qadar. He scrambled out of a plane that crash landed in the United Arab Emirates, and the crash left 13 people injured, but he actually escaped okay. Now, six days later, he bought his usual ticket for the Dubai duty-free Millennium Millionaire Raffle while at the airport. And on his return flight, he found out he had won. So in less than a week, he escapes a plane crash uninjured and wins a million dollars in the lottery. Well, now. Okay. Well, hmm. All right for Muhammad Bashir Abdul Qadar. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I believe the Muslims say, Allahu Akbar, God is greatest. So clearly, oh, oh. Uh, clearly he has a little favor on his life. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, he is. He is highly favored. So the Christian Post announced that Donnie McClurkin is getting married to Nicole Mullen. McClurkin was a musical guest on the Praise the Lord Ministry show last Thursday night, and that's where he announced his engagement. So this was the first official announcement. Well, well, well. So Sister Donnie McClurkin is... Oh! You know what? <laughs> That's why sometimes I'm fearful of sharing these stories because I just never know what P.I. Pam is going to say. And although we have a short discussion prior to as far as the stories we're going to do, she still catches me off guard. So listeners, when I say straight no chaser, here you have it. I'm just trying to share that Pastor McClurkin has found love and he's getting engaged. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just over here in the cut. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Donnie go ahead and have his little marriage. Okay. What'd you say? He's delivered. He's with delivered a with an easy. Not an easy. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. This week's edition. A Monday Minute Quick Bits, Trending News, and the Crazy Chronicles rolled up into one. And so, as always, I'm very fortunate to have my two friends on this week as we bring our stories to you. And I want to make sure that you stay tuned each week for these editions brought to you by the know-it-all Professor Jay, P.I. Pam, and myself. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right, now. Remember, if you have comments or thoughts on any of the stories shared on today's show, you can call area code 865-409-1170 and talk with T. Although you've heard a lot from the trio as we bring you trending news and the crazy chronicles, there are some exciting interviews coming your way, and I promise you don't want to miss them. Look out on social media outlets for information on upcoming guests and what awaits on upcoming editions of Talking With Tea. For more information on community events, resources, information and positive stories related to Knoxville, Tennessee, don't forget to visit www.thevillageofknox.com. You can submit announcements to be promoted and added to the community calendar through the website or contacting the village through Facebook and Twitter. Be reminded, once again, you can now call in and leave your thoughts on show topics, and you may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865-409-1170. 
Once you call, you'll receive instructions on how to proceed. Well, once again, we've come to an end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Currently, you can listen to Talking With T on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Google Music. Remember that new shows drop each Monday, and don't forget to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. Also, make note that I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists, and I look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens, T's Go-Getters, and Hometown Heroes. On that note, I'll end with a quote. And there comes a time when one must take a position that is neither safe, nor politic, nor popular. But he must do it because conscience tells him it is right. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.